The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Don't spend your entire life doing email marketing. Plan three months of content in just one afternoon. It sounds like the best headline ever. It does, doesn't it? We've recently become a massive productivity machine. We've always both been really obsessed with productivity. But actually, we've really kicked things up to the next level, I think. We definitely have. We definitely have. Please welcome the man who has seen the musical Les Miserables 17 times. That's many hours of being miserable. Hypnotist Robert Temple. And the man who once refused a second date with a girl as he discovered she'd never seen the Rick Mail film Drop Dead Fred. It's the mind reader, Kennedy. Robin Kennedy can get inside your head. You have seen it, haven't you? Nope. Too busy watching them is. Laugh at your own joke when you're making it, should you, Robert? No, but sometimes it's just too funny. You don't know what I mean when I say like cobwebs. Not unless it's a reference to your sex life. nice having this podcast hasn't it have you enjoyed it it's good welcome to the final episode <laughs> not really not, not really, really. Don't hello fellow email marketing heroes welcome to the email marketing show for another week of email marketing madness chat banter and terrible hairstyles yes indeed hello this is rob and kennedy hello from emailmarketingheroes.com Oh, we put the .com in today. Do you, usually do, the, do you usually do the .com? Nope, just felt like it. Just like you're in a .com kind of mood. .com kind of mood. Uh, we're actually working late tonight, just uh, just so you know. We're actually recording this a little bit later. Anybody who is watching this on YouTube uh, will notice that there's a different moody style. <laughs> Which means it's dark. <laughs> it's, it's dark. But a little bit of light on our precious little faces. But apart from But that, our little mixing desk thing we use, the roadcaster, looks really nice because it's all lit up mm-hmm. and it's like... I feel like I'm one of those mobile DJs. Yeah, yeah, from years ago. And we want to play a song and just talk over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're actually, the reason, one of the reasons we're working a little bit later today is that we've actually started to plan and batch our content production. Yes. Don't think it's any big secret. If you happen to be watching this on YouTube, you might notice we've been wearing the same clothes as other weekends. Yes, and we've been doing that for a number of years now, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're batching batching the content, which is a, a part of this productivity drive, which actually brought us to this episode. One of the questions we've heard a lot from people is, how do I like know where I'm going to, what direction I'm taking with my email marketing and what's going to be like, happening. And also, like, have you got time to do it all? I'm so busy. We see a lot. I haven't got time to do email marketing. Or, and, uh, yeah, and obviously the organisation, all that sort of stuff. Now, hang on a minute. Not to not to brag here, but obviously we're in charge of a, a bunch of email marketing for a bunch of different brands. So, like, yeah. we have a couple of companies each online, and we've got Response Suite, of course, and Email Marketing Heroes, and it's all got its own email marketing to get done. And the only way that can happen, because we're not actual superheroes, the only way that can happen... Shh, don't bloody tell. <laughs> the only way that can happen is just with a little bit of careful planning and thought and effort. And that's where this came from. Yeah. And it's all about doing it in batch. We've all heard that our social media marketing needs to be batch created. I mean, our friend Marley, she talks about video production and doing that in batches. She like spends a couple of days and then she has like three or four months of content all done. done. Yeah. Similar. You can use a similar strategy with your email marketing. In fact, we've got, we are going to show you a strategy of really simple way not even a strategy, it's just a method. Nothing, nothing even as pompous as a strategy, really. We'll call it, we'll call it a strategy, though. Something like we've got big pants. Mm. Yeah? 
Big pants. Big pants. <laughs> big pants. <laughs> Did you just mm, big pants? I was trying to do the mm, Danon thing off the advert, but for mm, not a sponsor. Big pants. Not a sponsor. Danon, not a sponsor. If they'd like to be a sponsor, please we will. don't. We will. Not really fit for our market. Thank you very much. <laughs> Keep your money. Uh, we'll we'll stick with um <laughs> we'll stick with this. So we're going to talk about how do you create three months of email marketing in literally one afternoon. The first actual takeaway from this episode isn't how to do it, but it's the fact that you should do it. I think for the longest time, even even we were sort of working our email marketing out as we went. So it'd be, oh, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to email next week? And that's really what we were thinking about. And actually, when we started shifting that focus and, and planning out in advance so that we had three months worth of our email promotions, more or less set in stone, of course, there can be things that sneak in and change the plans, but generally... You've got to have a plan in order to deviate from the plan. It's a bit like you've got to know where you're going in the sat-nav. You've got to know that you're going to your mum's house for the weekend. And if your sister calls you on the way because she's broken down, which she did, by the way, last week. I didn't tell you about this. She ran out of petrol. She called me and was like, I've run out of petrol. Oh, I saw a Facebook post about it. What an idiot. Mm. Um, So we had to go and get a, what's it called, a jerry can? Mm -hmm. Why is it called a jerry can? It's not offensive to anybody, is it? Don't think so. I hope it's not, if it is. Offensive to Jerry's. Jerry, hey, if your name's Jerry, you've got a car named after you. Don't be offended, embrace it. So, but the great thing about, about about this is you know where you're going. So it means you can get back on the road and go back to where, you, where you're headed. Mm. The big thing about email is that it has to be consistent. And by having a plan and having it planned out in advance, and I'm not saying write every email now for the next three months. That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is having a plan of what those emails are going to be about, how they're going to be structured, and when they're going to go out. And you might want to schedule some of them so far in advance, but it means that you know what's going to happen. So if you haven't decided yet, right, every Saturday is our current test date. Uh, It might have changed even by the time we've put this out. But at the moment, while while we're recording this, Saturday is our, our day that we send out the email about this show. So if you're subscribed to the email marketing show um, mailing list thing, then you'll get an email about that on a Saturday. But that was a Thursday only a few months ago. And that was a Wednesday just before that. And it was a Friday for a bit. So we're testing it, but we know that what we're going to be doing during this quarter is testing the day of the week that that goes out on. And because of various things, we've had to shift that a little bit because we're doing promotions or whatever. But you have to know what you're doing. Otherwise, you end up calling up your business partner and going, mate, did you email that uh, that thing out? And your business partner goes, oh, shit, no. Yeah. Which has happened, right? 100%. Because we, we didn't yeah, have yeah. a plan at that point. So, because there's so many other and things going on. when you don't have it, what happens is weeks turn into, sorry, days turn into weeks, turn into months, and you suddenly realise, oh, God, we didn't mail the last three podcast episodes totally, because, totally. you know, that's how it happens. Yeah. yeah. So, it can easily happen. But if you have a structure that you go, oh, Tuesday is the day I write this week's emails. And that means you can pop that in your calendar and know every Tuesday, make sure there's an appointment between 10 and 11 a.m. or whatever. I'm going to log in and I'm going to write that email and queue it up to go out whatever time you want. Yeah, exactly. And just in terms of like how you, well, as Rob said, we are obsessed with productivity and getting shit done. We actually used to have a big sign behind us. Do you remember we used to have a big sign that said, get shit done? Mm -hmm. And because we're obsessed with it. If that that appointment that's in every week, let's say it's a Tuesday and it's on between 11 and, unless it's an afternoon, afternoon to fit with the theme of the episode. Let's say it's between one and four and you have to have a meeting during that time, then don't delete that and don't say no to the meeting, just move the meeting. That's the important thing, that the meeting always happens, but you can have flexibility on when the meeting happens. Having appointments with yourself are super important for us as all as entrepreneurs, right? So meetings with yourself get structured on that shit, right? So how do you actually create these three months of content in an afternoon? There's two different types of people who might 
Uh, there's two different sort of business models that we know our, our listeners are. One bunch of people are people who only have a single product that they are promoting all the time. So you might have like a membership site or a coaching program or something, or, or one front-end product. Uh, I know a guy in Ireland who's got a book and he just mails the book all the time and that's it. And then once people have bought the book, then he has a different focus that's to get them into something right. else. So his email promotions are only about the book? Yeah. Okay. The other type of people are the people who have different products all the time, whether they be their own products or you're promoting affiliate or partner products that are they're affiliated for your list. So you're promoting something different all the time or something different a couple of times a month or whatever, maybe multiple times. And we actually have businesses in both of those things. Your business and my business is that I've got one thing that I just mail all the time. Whereas this business, Email Marketing Heroes, we got a bunch of stuff at the minute that might change soon. Mm-hmm. Response one of th- suite, single product. Yeah, exactly. One of the things that you really want to do is to let, first of all, a good way to practice this is to do this to the end of this quarter, incidentally. So by the way, if you feel like, oh, three months is a hell of a commitment, the first thing to do is sit and look at where we are now and say, okay, great, well, what does it, get your calendar up. What takes us to the end of the first quarter? And let's just sort of give that a little practice run. That's quite a nice little neat way to run into this where you might not have a full three months to plan. And then the first thing is get a calendar. And we try to do this with like a paper calendar and we tried to do it with a whiteboard. And in the end, just went back to good old trusty Google calendar. Yeah, we created an extra calendar, which is orange. I think, is it the orange one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the orange one on our, on our calendar, which tells us what we're promoting that week. Now, the other thing is, because part of our business is having other people promoting our stuff as an affiliate, we also had a different calendar and we added that. And I'll, I'll tell you why in a little while. So it means we had two new calendars. We had the calendar that was other people promoting our stuff. And because that's one of the quickest ways to get surges of people coming into your business and joining your list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Obviously, we've got people joining our list all the time from other things like paid ads and stuff, but that's the quickest way we get surges of people and then uh, where it makes a massive difference. And then we have the second calendar that is the stuff that we are going to promote. So open Google Calendar and create this new or whatever calendar you use and create a new calendar item, if you like, that is uh, what what I'm going to be promoting. Yeah, yeah, your promotional calendar. So then it's a case of how do you actually start looking at that email marketing bit. The first thing to do is to look at that calendar that you've now created and figure out what am I going to be promoting for each period? So for us, most of our promotions are five-day promo. This is your part of the business. Yeah, so mostly four four to five-day promotions. I find anything longer than that can sometimes get just drag on a little bit. Mm. And by the end of the day, like by the end of like day four, day five, you're sort of going, oh, I've got to drag another sort of email. And that's a direct promotion. Like if anybody, any of the listeners who are a member of the league, you'll know that we have the thing called the Black Widow campaign, which was the February um, campaign, I believe. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll know that that could, the, the Black Widow content piece, the first piece, would be outside of that four or five day? Yeah, probably. Would it be in addition to? Yeah, I mean, none of these rules are set. Probably yes, but if I had just looked at it and I thought, oh, I think I'm going to struggle to drag loads more angles out of this, then I might shorten that down Short a little down. bit. Okay. Likewise, if it's quite a, if what you're doing is to create like a flurry of sales, mm. so anyone who studied our anticipation to action campaign, that's about having a flurry of sales, and normally that only lasts for a day or two, and then we we sell out the number that we want to sell, sure, and then close it. So yeah, it, it sort of varies a little bit, but typically four to five days, I always feel is like a good period of time. Anything longer than that is a long time to hold people's attention. Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna basically I. Um rule out and sort of iron out the exact number of days that promotion is going to take because you've planned the campaign. So some campaigns are like really quick. This is a two day fire sale. Ooh, run, run, run. And you're going to just, you're going to put those out throughout the month. So you know what you're doing. That's the most important thing that people cock up, I think, is they are living week to week. And this sounds like a thing for beginners. I can tell you now, we are friends with some 
seriously big players in online marketing who teach at a very high level, have massive businesses, and they are putting in promotions four days before they happen. So this is a universal problem we've all got. And we you know what, when you do this... Not only does it solve a problem of like running around and trying to keep everything on track, yeah. but also it's just a weight off your shoulders to yeah. not have to think. You can't force yourself to be creative. I, I don't think anyway. Most people can't force themselves to be creative. Whereas if you like plan stuff out for a little while and you've got some time to think about what's yeah. coming yeah. up, like yeah. it allows you to every now and then just go and write down a new angle you've thought of for that promotion you're going to do in a couple of weeks' time. Mm-hmm. One of the things that you want to do here is if you look all the way back to an episode from a few episodes ago, which is at theemailmarketingshow.com forward slash content you'll see we talked about where email marketing fits in as part of your content strategy it's a cracking episode by the way one of the things you want to consider when you look at your calendar is what what have i already said my content is going to look like what am i what have i said where am i driving people to with my content because back then we talked about the fact that whatever it is you're promoting at the time is where your content and your email should point this is kind of the follow-up to that episode i guess you want to make sure that, you know, it's it's a relatively arbitrary process. You open the calendar and say, okay, great, I'm going to promote this there. And I'm going to, pro-. again, relatively arbitrary, unless you've got some stuff that is really, really fixed to a particular point in time. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to give you a random example, I'm just going to open up our calendar as we're recording and just flip back. Let's pick uh, February. Why not? Okay. Uh, so February, we knew that, okay, so we knew that for the first few days of February, from like the first to the fourth, we knew that the price of our tickets for our live event was going to go up a little bit. So we said, right, that's the perfect time to mail that then. Mail it just through two or three days before the price goes up. Tell people about that. Tell them we're going to be announcing new speakers soon, etc. So we did that. Mm-hmm. So then we thought, okay, great. Let's give them some time off. So we did a, uh, so a one-day league. We did a one-day warm-up, didn't we? Is that the bit you're talking um, about? Number four, the fourth. Yes. So yeah. So we finished that, and then we did a, a warm-up piece of content. So literally, just sending out a piece of content to warm people up for the thing that was going to be coming the next day. This was, of course, part of the Black Widow campaign. Yep which we teach in the league. And it was, oddly enough, a promotion for the league. So we used the campaign we teach in the league to help to sell the league. Now, because this was the first time we were ever promoting the league, this was like its internal first ever mini pre-launch launch. We did that for a few days and that happened. And then we gave people three or four days off. And then we said, right now we're going to promote our list building program, which is called First 5K. So we promoted that for a little bit. Then we gave people a few days off. Then we've promoted uh, the league again. Now you might be thinking, well, why have you done the league twice? Well, because, and this is what this is where I'm going to call back to what I mentioned earlier. Also in our calendar, when we're looking at everything, we can also see that between the first promotion of the league and the second promotion of the league, we had two or three people promoting us, which means that we're probably going to have brought in 500, 1,000 new customers between the first promotion and the second promotion, which means that the second time we do it, it's going to be sent out to a whole bunch of new people so who, did, who couldn't have seen it the first time because they weren't in our business then. And because we have like our getting to know you sequence and all the stuff that happens to people when they first come into the business, that means they were sort of wrapped up in that campaign for their first few days, first four, five, six days of being in the business. So they wouldn't see any broadcast and stuff anyway. Right. So by having this, by having your additional calendar, which is all about the promotions you're going to do and any promotions or any, it doesn't mean that other people, other, any promotions that you're going to get coming in to build your list. That might be that you're running a current uh, ads a challenge, campaign. an ads campaign, a challenge, a social media push, whatever it is that you're going to do. Having those things in, it allows you to get a snapshot of that. That's the first step. And that should only honestly take you about an hour to sit down and do that. Just look at the products you've got to promote or the product 
you've got to promote and the things you're going to be talking about and plan them all out. The next thing you're going to do... Because you're not done. It looks like you're done at that point, but you're right. not. No, you're not. Because then what you've got to do is you want to make it much more paint by numbers rather than flying by the seat of your pants, as Rob likes to call it. So, And the way you do that is we're a massive fan. It was Rob got me into this. Full credit to Rob, because this is really Rob's bit of the business. So I've learned a lot of this just by watching what you're doing. So correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, by the way. I'm just observing. But is we grab a mind mapping tool. We use MindMeister. We really, really like it. I think not it, affiliated in any sense, no, but no, it's good. No, no. And they're I not sponsors the, yet. So I think it's the uh, best one that I've seen. Yeah, sure. Unless a sponsor one comes along. And then that'll be And that'll best. be my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, we've used MindMeister. Well, I've used MindMeister for years. For years. You got into it in the last few months. No, but, no, I mean, yeah. I but mean, yeah. literally open MindMeister up. It's totally like in the cloud, as they would say. So like you get it on your iPad and your iPhone and your tablet and your computer and stuff. And you can literally- and your Android or any other proper phone. Exactly. You can just like drag stuff around and it's a really easy way to do it. Now, how you want to structure this is sort of up to you. But basically you want to create a mind map of- it can branch off. Let's imagine you know that in February you're going to promote four things. Yeah. What you would do is you would have a little node, as they call them, come off the main centerpiece. So the centerpiece would say February 2020 or whatever. We've passed that now, but it's what it would say. And then you would have a node comes off that says week one, this date to this date is this product. And then another one that is this date to this date is this product, three, and then and a you third just one have them fourth. going around in like a, I like to do it in a clockwise direction, starting at like one o'clock so I can see where it starts, right. just for my brain to be happy. And you know, you could have four things on there. You could have nine things on there. You just move them around so they fit. And then basically what you want to do is you want to have more nodes coming off each of those things. That would be your sort of basic hooks for the emails you're likely to send. So those are going to be things like what's included in the product. So you just literally go and have a look. The big secret here is you've already written or you can already see somebody else's sales page. Don't reinvent stuff here. This is not the time to get creative. This is the time to go and look at that sales page you already spent the time writing or that video script you recorded or the sales page of the affiliate product you're promoting. Go there and just look through what are the main things that are included in the product. So what are the features at this point, right? Yeah, you know what you're selling, so you yeah. can do that. Yeah. The, the second bit- one is, is, is actually what are the... What on the sales page that was written or that you got written or you wrote, what are the main benefits? What are the main pain points they're talking about? What are the things that have been sort of gone into to actually sell the product? So we're not talking about features anymore. We're talking about what are the benefits that the person's going to have? So from, from actually doing that, I've got the hiccups. <laughs> and of course you can pull out the pain points of this. You can pull out the, so, so you've got features, you've got benefits, you've got pain points, you've got objections. What are the reasons why people might not buy the thing? And that's a whole note on its own. What are all the objections? And then you turn that into a positive email that's going to spin that thing in, in a sort of really positive light. So you're going to, you're going to really tap into that. The best way to overcome objections is to overcome it before it even gets there. That's what they teach you in sales school, right? Right, absolutely. You can have case studies and testimonials. So in other words, it's not difficult for each of the things that you've got to come up with, I mean, if you really want to go wild, 30 or 40 different Easy. angles comfortably in minutes. Like it's not, a, it's not a long and arduous process. Now, the other thing is if you've only got one thing that you promote all the time, Another really good stimulus for coming up with lots of ideas to put in there are to look at those those themes, those day of the week or day of the month 
day of the year calendars you can find online. Just look like look up them. I, I use them every week. Uh, I can't even think of the really name of the one that I use. Um, I'm not looking up on my phone right now. But it's it's the day of the week calendar thing. And look at the different themes and see if there are any themes that actually relate or you could relate to what you do or are any world events happening. So look at, oh, it's the Olympics. Oh, there's a thing happening in the football thing, if that's related to your market or whatever it's going to be. What are the significant events that are happening? If you teach marketing, maybe there's a marketing event you could tie into. Oh, everybody's at social media marketing world. And my favorite thing about social media is this, buy my program or whatever it's going to be. So put those things as little nodes within that mind map as well. And just you start mind mapping all these different ideas. The point of this is after you've done that, which will take you literally an afternoon to plan the promotions you're going to do, plan the angles you're going to... So that's the, that's, that's the calendar bit. Then create the mind map of all the different angles. And suddenly, all that has to happen every single day or every single week, however you want to batch, actually write in these emails, is you open that thing up and you literally do email by numbers. You look at, oh, this week, it's week one of this month. I'm going to talk about this thing in this email. And you just have to write the content. You don't have to have that awful, awful feeling of sitting down, opening up the composer on your email marketing platform and staring at it going, I haven't got a fucking clue. Yeah. And it also means this just gets done. Like it's not like weeks go by when you haven't mailed anything because nobody's reached out to you promote their thing or you haven't sort of um, pulled your finger out your ass to do your product. Like this doesn't happen anymore. You know, well, I've got to make sure that every week there's a promotion for something in. And likewise, the other cool thing you can do when you're mind mapping, if you've only got one thing you sell all the time, mm. is you can mind map like the the type of emails. So for example, there's a funny thing that happened. There's a case study from a client. There's a headline that you saw in the newspaper. There's the film you saw last week. There's, the, there's a lot of events that are happening all of the time that you can put as like themes. And then what your job then becomes is when you open it up, you go, okay, today's a funny email, a funny story email. What's the funniest thing that's happened to me or somebody I know in the last couple of weeks? Oh, I know a, a friend of mine got locked outside of his hotel room with his pants in his pants. Let's talk about that. So super, super simple. And that's so how you can do it. just collect those stories. And you should be doing that for all of your content anyway. You're probably, I've got like a notes thing on here. I know Rob, you have, uh, you use Evernote, I think still, don't mm-hmm. you? And you're collecting all that stuff. We do that every single day when we're thinking about, you know, at the beginning of these episodes, we tell you, an interesting, funny, ridiculous fact about each other. That's how we introduce the show. The only reason we've got those is because every day we're wandering around life, uh, we, we just go, oh God, I do that thing, or I've got that thing, or I've never done that, or whatever it's going to be, and we bang it in that. So that's how you do three months of content for your email marketing within a single afternoon. Shall we go into this week's listeners' question? Let's do it. This is Sarah Noel Block founder of Tiny Marketing at sarahnoelblock.com. And my question is, what is the right cadence for nurture emails? You don't want them coming too rapidly and overwhelm your reader, but you don't want them trickling out so slowly that they forget who you are. So what is just right? Let's ask. What would Julie Andrews do? So the very first thing I want to say about how regularly you email people is it should really be dynamic. That's the most important thing. The thing that a lot of people screw up is they treat everybody as if they're the same and they want the same thing. Thing is, I actually need a bit more nagging than probably your regular person in order to do something because I'm really busy, I've got a short attention span and a phenomenally bad memory. I forgot what I was going to say there. So 
I would need a bit more nagging. So if you send the first email to someone when they join your list and you're welcoming them, we call it the getting to know you sequence, and they don't open it or they don't take that action within four, five or six hours, I would probably send them another email to make sure they got that email. For me, it's about the attitude and making sure you're being dynamic with your email marketing so you're reacting to the things they're doing and more importantly, reacting to the stuff that they're absolutely not doing. So you can email multiple times a day, but it should be based on what they're doing and what they're not doing. The other thing I think is super important is to not let people feel like they're in your welcome, nurture, getting to know you sequence too much. <laughs> so one of the things I see with a lot of people who teach this sort of indoctrination, getting to know you welcome sequence stuff, and it's one of the reasons why we created our getting to know you sequences, there's a really kind of mechanized set of emails that go out in the first week of somebody being on your list that feel like, and they're literally saying, you're brand new on our list, and therefore we want to show you all of these things and make sure you do this and make sure you don't. Now that's okay for the first email, I think, but if it drags on beyond that, it looks a little bit mechanized, and there's a real jerking, pivoting, as people come out of that sequence and then drop into your sort of day-to-day, week-to-week broadcasts. So as much as possible, try and write the frequency and the style of those emails so that it doesn't feel like they were in this predetermined welcome sequence that's designed to hoodwink them and brainwash them into following you and then suddenly dropped and cast aside as they go into broadcasts. Wow. And in that, Rob absolutely was able to talk about mechanized, what was it? Mechanized. Mechanized jerking. Mechanized jerking. I loved it. I love your mechanized jerking (laughs) that you talked about in that one. Thank you very much for your your question there. If you want to leave us a question, please do. You can do do that with a voice message. We'll play it on the show just like that. You can do that over at theemailmarketingshow.com. You'll see there's a a cool thing on the right-hand side. Hit record from your phone or from your computer and leave us a voice message there. Or you can leave us a voice message over on our Instagram, which you'll find out at Rob and Kennedy. But now we've got to pop over to... Subject Line of the week, subject line of the week. And what have you got, Rob? This week it's from Stu McLaren, uh, who is obviously one of the founders of Wishlist Member. Yes. And now has a great program Tribe. called Tribe yeah. that's all about building membership sites. Mm-hmm. And his subject line for this particular email was from zero to 2,400 members in six months. Okay. And one of the reasons this jumped out at me is I, I really like the framework of from X to X, especially when that thing is a is a quantifiable number. So okay, not so- not from bad to good. But yeah. is from one dollar to a million dollars, or from zero to two thousand four hundred members in six months. A couple of things jump out to me at that. One is it doesn't sound like a ridiculously overhyped number. So it, it can't be like from massively overweight number. I can't even think to because I'm not really good at numbers. But to to like size six. Yeah, or in- from zero to a million dollars in three days. Like it yeah. doesn't sound ridiculous. Okay, but it does sound appealing like if you're launching a membership site and you want to get from zero to 2400 members in six months that's that's like terrific growth so uh, that's the thing i liked about it and actually earlier that day i saw another email come into my inbox from a different marketer that was from zero dollars to a higher number of dollars so the framework is actually what i think is interesting i've never used it before so but the important thing is from this to this in and then it's a certain period of time or it's got some kind of constraint is that right so it's like without this thing or some clarification that's like well anybody could do that if you you know, threw a load of money at them or whatever right. it's going to be. Okay. So I really like it. So from zero to 2,400 members in six months, you know what it's about. You can tell it's probably going to be a case study and we're big fans of case studies as an email hook. So yeah, I think it's, I think that's right. 
Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. If you want all the show notes on this, you are very welcome to go and check them out. You'll see them over at theemailmarketingshow.com slash afternoon. Afternoon? Afternoon. <laughs> you only have to put afternoon once, not three times. Yes, afternoon. Well, thank Lovely. you for joining us. Of course, if you have enjoyed the episode, make sure you do go and subscribe. If you haven't heard any of the other episodes, of course, go back and listen to those go as well. Of course. And if you haven't already checked out our fabulous membership where you get a brand new email campaign to use as is, but also we dissect all the psychology in every single email in that campaign so you can go and use it across all of your email. I think it'll really help you with the planning of this stuff. It'll all make a lot more sense. And it means you've got something, a new way of doing these campaigns every month as well across every quarter. So you can go and check it out at, whereabouts is it? It's emailmarketingheroes.com slash... League. League. Yeah, and I know it sounds like it should be a million dollars a day, but I promise it's not, so just go and check no, it out. No, not yet, but the price is going... <laughs> <laughs> on that on that note, it's been a bit of a long one again, Rob. It has. Words you've never heard before. See you next week. The Email Marketing Show. Cheeky bastard. The Email Marketing Show.